When wishes were horses and beggars could ride, in a stone castle by the sea there lived a rich land. How am I supposed to choose? There are so many. And so he left the trail, and he followed the sound of the music. I am the goat from the hills and the mountains. And when I have finished eating these herbs and these vegetables, then I shall eat you, too. Once upon a time, and welcome to the Story Story Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Harding, and I have some stories for you. This is a podcast to hear traditional stories told by some of the best storytellers in the world. It will take you to long ago and far away and will bring you back safely. I don't remember when it started, he said, and it took me a long time to get used to. I wasn't sure what my friend meant, but he had bought the tea and apple cinnamon pastries that I was so thoroughly enjoying, so I let him continue. It started when I helped this old woman carry water from the well. My mother always said that I should help every old woman because she might give a gift in return, but this is ridiculous. Through a mouthful of apple deliciousness, I finally asked, what's ridiculous? In response, my friend ran a hand through his hair, and from his curls, three golden coins clattered onto the table. The first teller for this episode is Laura Sims, an award-winning performer, writer, and educator who advocates storytelling as compassionate action for personal and community transformation. The story that she's about to tell is about the things that it's so important we don't forget. This is... The Most Beautiful Bird. A long, long, long time ago, in a forest, there was the most beautiful, beautiful bird in the whole world. And when that beautiful bird spread her rainbow wings, there was rain everybody loved that bird because she brought the rain you know if there's no water there's no life they made dances for the bird they sang songs they brought her food they told her story again and again And that made the beautiful bird happy. She would spread her wings, oh, and sing. And there would be rain. Time passed, and the villages grew bigger. People were busy. So some people did the dances, and some people did the songs. Everybody told the story of the bird. That made her so happy. She would spread her beautiful, beautiful wings, sing her song. Ah, there was lots of rain. The earth was wet. Everything grew. That's how it was. Mm. Time passed. Villages grew bigger and bigger. There were some cities. People were so busy, they had so many things to do. So only sometimes 
Did they make the dances and the songs? And after a while, they thought, This is not a true story. We'll only tell it to our children. But that was all right. Children know when a story is true. And even if some one person told that story just once, it made the bird happy. She would spread her wings, sing her song. Oh, that would be rain. Long time passed. Oh, a long time. And there were bigger and bigger cities, and people had so many important things to do. Oh, we have no time for dancing and singing. We have to work. Don't tell that story to your children. If you fill their heads with make believe, they won't grow up just like us. They won't do important things and keep busy all the time. Do you know what happened? After a while, nobody sang her song. Nobody danced. No one told the story of the bird. That most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful bird in the whole world. She folded her wings. She didn't sing. And there was no rain. The earth was dry. Oh, there was trouble. Everybody blamed everybody else. It's your fault. You didn't do something right. The people didn't speak to each other. Mm. But there was a little boy who liked to look at everything. And one day he went into the forest. He was looking around, and in the trees. He saw the most beautiful, beautiful bird in the whole world. Oh, that's so beautiful. He went to his father. He said, Father, I saw such a beautiful bird. Give me a piece of bread for that bird. Leave me alone. We don't have any water. We have no food for ourselves. Why should we give anything to a bird? Oh, please. Just to keep the boy quiet, the father gave him a little piece of bread. Into the forest, he gave it to the bird. She spread her rainbow wings. She sang, and there was rain. The people were happy because they could go to work the next day. The little boy said, "Oh, it." Couldn't have rained because I gave the birds some bread. No, but the next day he went back to the forest. He said to her, "Thank you." She was so pretty. He went right back to his father. He said, "Father, couldn't you just give me another little piece of bread for that bird?" Now, my son, we've had some rain. Stop talking about that bird. Oh, please, father, please give me a piece of bread, please, just to keep him quiet. He gave him a little piece of bread. The boy ran to the forest and gave it to that beautiful bird. Oh, she spread her wings. Ah. 
talking to each other again. The little boy came among everyone and he said, You know why it's raining? I gave the most beautiful bird in the whole world a piece of bread. Everyone said, Don't be ridiculous. That's an old story that you heard. We have important things to do tomorrow. Forget about this bird. If he didn't bring bread to that bird, oh, there'd be no rain. The next day he went to his father. He said, Father, couldn't you just give me another little piece of bread for that bird? The father had had enough. He said, show me that bird. The father took a piece of bread in one hand and a bow and arrow in the other hand. And he followed his son into the forest. Look, father, she's the most beautiful, beautiful bird in the whole world. He gave her the bread. She spread her rainbow wings. And the man took the bow and arrow. And he shot the bird. And the bird fell to the earth. The father fell to the earth. All the trees in the forest fell to the earth. The little boy ran back to his village and everyone, everyone in his village fell to the earth and was dead. Oh, oh. The little boy went into his house. He looked at everything. And then he took his musical instrument. He took it outside and he sat down on the earth. And he began to play music over and over. And he sang. And then he told the story of the bird again and again and again. He told the story until all the people in the village came back to life. The trees in the forest came back to life. He ran into the forest. His father came back to life. And the bird, the most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful bird in the whole world, she flew up to the tree. Ah! She spread her rainbow wings. She sang. Fairytale sponsor is Hansel and Gretel Wilderness Guide. The woods are lovely, dark, and deep, and paths more often than not are treacherous. Many of the listeners on this podcast have relatives who have wandered into the forest and come out as bears, or encountered dwarves with low blood sugar and ended up on the wrong path. Hansel and Gretel have been down all the paths of the forest, and they can get you in and out without the hassle of bears or carb-loaded houses. Go safely in and out of the dark woods with Hansel and Gretel's Wilderness Guide. 
Did you know that all the patrons of this podcast cannot touch their elbows to their ears and are amazing supporters of story? You can try to touch your elbow to your ear and join this special group for as little as $4 a month. A big thank you to all the patrons who make this podcast possible. If you want to hear me make up facts about you and praise your name for all to hear, then maybe you should become a supporter too. It would be pretty cool. (laughs) Do it again. He sort of grimaced, shook his head, and again coins fell out on the table. Wow. I picked one up in my hand and it was suspiciously light. I sniffed it. Why does it smell sweet? Because it's chocolate. I must have helped a gingerbread witch because every single coin that comes out of my hair is chocolate. I couldn't help but giggle. Unwrapping one, I wedged it into my pastry, took a bite. It was delicious. This is the best hair chocolate I've ever had. But my pillow was a mess in the morning. Melted chocolate all over and getting my hair cut is out of the question. But you can make up for all that frustration during Easter and Halloween. These chocolate coins are going to sell like gold. He rolled his eyes and with a rueful grin, tossed me another delicious gold coin. The second teller is the delightful Donna Washington, a highly animated performer. She's been entertaining, educating, and inspiring audiences with her vocal pyrotechnics, elastic face, and deep characterizations that bring stories to life for over 30 years. She straight up makes me giggle during the story about promises, confusions, and a really irritated tiger. This is her telling the tiger, the man, and the mouse. This story is called The Tiger, the Man, and the Mouse. It comes from India, and it is about three different kinds of people. The first kind of person is someone who is so nice, but not very smart. You might know someone like this. This is the kind of person you come to school and you say, Oh, I forgot my lunch money. And they say, Well, here, have mine, which is so nice. Until lunchtime when they don't have anything to eat because they gave you their lunch money. And it's the kind of person who's really, really smart until they get mad. And then they do something ridiculous like hit the wall. Or talk back to their parents. It's also about the kind of person who knows how to stay calm and figure things out. Now, the truth is, at any given moment, we could be one of those three people. Sometimes we're really nice and we didn't think it all the way through. And sometimes we're really smart, and then we get mad and do something ridiculous. And sometimes we stay calm and figure it out. This story comes from India, and it starts with a Brahmin, which is a kind of teacher. The Brahmin was walking down the road. It was a great morning. Sun was shining, and then he heard a sound. He stopped. He looked around. He didn't see anything. He kept walking. He heard the sound again. He stopped. He still did not see anything. And then he came around a bend in the road. And on the other side of the bend was a huge cage. And at the bottom of the cage was a tiger. It was lying on its back with its paws in the air. It was a very skinny tiger. You could see every single one of its ribs. Its head was to one side. Its tongue was lolling out of its mouth. 
and every now and again, it would say, No, I have to stop the story here and tell you that in today's world, we do not put wild tigers in cages. It's actually illegal, because tigers are an endangered species. But there's something tigers do that makes us want to put them in cages. Tigers eat people. They're one of the few large wild animals who think we taste good. And so when you have a man-eating tiger, you have to cage them. In the old days, they would also be killed. Today, if they catch a man-eating tiger, they just relocate it. Think about that the next time you're visiting India. Back to my story. The tiger was laying in the cage. And the Brahmin walked up to him and said, Oh, you poor tiger. And the tiger said, Yes, I'm a poor tiger. The Brahmin said, I am so sorry you're in that cage. The tiger said, Then let me out. And the Brahmin said, I, I cannot let you out. If I let you out, you'll eat me. No, I won't. Yes, you will. No, really, I will not. Yes. <laughs> yes, you will. No, I won't. Yes. Yes, you will. Uh, they would not have put you in that cage unless you were dangerous. I am not dangerous. Yes, you are. No, really, I'm not. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. And then the tiger said, you've got to let me out, please. You've got to. And the Brahmin said, I am not letting you out. I'm really not. And the tiger began to do something that I bet a whole bunch of you do. Please! The Brahmin said, look, I am not going to let you out of that cage. But you have to let me out because, because I'm in here because it was a case of mistaken identity. I didn't do anything. It was my brother. Oh, it was not your brother. Look, I'm really sorry. I'm not letting you out. And there's nothing you could say to me that would make me let you out. And the tiger said, I will not eat you. I give you my word as a tiger. And the Brahmin said, oh, oh, well, in that case, I guess I will let you out. And so the Brahmin unlatched the cage and opened it. Tiger jumped out of the cage, grabbed the Brahmin, threw him to the ground, sat on him, pinned him down, raised up his paw. The Brahmin said, what are you doing? The tiger said, what does it look like? I'm going to eat you. You said you would not eat me. I lied. You look delicious. Uh, don't, don't eat me. I have a family. I don't care. I'm hungry. The tiger unsheathed his claws. The Brahmin covered his eyes. And from the grass, they heard a little voice. It said, excuse me. They both turned and there in the grass was a little mouse. He said, what are you doing? The tiger said, what does it look like? The mouse said, I don't know. It's very confusing. What's confusing about it? Well, I see a tiger and a man and a cage. That doesn't make any sense. How did you get in that ridiculous position? Well, it's very easy. The man was walking down the road. I was in the cage. He let me out. And now I'm going to eat him. Do you understand? No. No, I really don't. Uh, but maybe if I was saying it out loud myself, I would understand. Okay? So watch this. Okay? So 
The man was walking down the road. Yes. And the target was beside the... No, no, no. I was not beside the cage. I was in it. Oh. Okay. The man was walking down the road. Yes. And the tiger was on top. I was not on top of the cage. I was in it. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, I got it. Okay, see, so the... Do not say that the man was walking down the road. Calm down, okay? I have to say this my way. I will never understand. Okay. The man was walking down the road. Yes. And the tiger was... Behind. I was not behind the cage. I was in it. In, in. Oh, you are the most ridiculous mouse in the world. At which point the Brahmin said, Tiger, I am a teacher. I bet I could explain this. Fine. And the tiger got off of the Brahmin. And the Brahmin sat up and he said, Okay. Little mouse. The mouse said, Uh-huh. I, the Brahmin, was walking down the road. Do you understand that? Uh-huh. And the tiger was in the cage. Do you understand that? Okay. And I opened the cage. Do you understand that? The mouse just looked at him. He said, that is the part that does not make any sense. But I think I have it now. Okay, so watch this. The man was walking down the road. Yes. And the tiger was... How did you get under... I was not under the cage. I was in it. In it. Oh, you will never understand. The mouse said, you know, you're right. Well, maybe you're not right. Let me think about it. I know, I know. Maybe if you show me, I will understand. Fine. And so the tiger picked up the Brahmin and threw him down the road. The man was walking down the road. Do you understand that? Okay. And I was in the cage. Could you show me? Fine. And the tiger got inside of the cage. Now do you understand? The man was walking down the road. I was in the cage. He let me out, and now I'm going to eat him. Do you understand? Well, not really. Because, you see, if the man was walking down the road and the tiger was in the cage, the tiger has really good ears. He would hear the man walking down the road. He would jump out out of the cage and chase the man and the man would see the tiger and turn around and run away and the tiger would catch him way over there and then I would see tiger and man and way over there I would see cage and that will make sense that's not what I saw I saw tiger man cage right next to each other it doesn't make any sense (sighs) the door was closed Are you sure? Yes! Could you show me? Fine! And the tiger reached up, grabbed the door of the cage, slammed it, and it locked. Now do you understand? The man was walking down the road. I was in the cage. He let me out, and now I'm going to eat him. Do you understand? And the mouse said, yes. I understand that you are in the cage. And this time, You're going to stay in the cage. The man and the mouse shook hands and went their separate ways. And that is the story of the tiger, the man, and the mouse. 
Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. Show the love. Find Laura Sims and Donna Washington on the internet. Tell them you heard them on the podcast and now want to hear them tell more stories. You can find me and the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Story Story Podcast or Rachel Ann Harding. The beautiful brains behind the fairy tale sponsor is Linda Schuler Ford. The inspiration for the true fairy tale was a story seed from Laura Packer. You can find her lovely story and writing prompts by looking her up on social media. Check out the ads for the fairy tale sponsors and let me know the favorite story you have heard or the favorite stories of your childhood. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear them here soon. If you'd like to become a supporter of the podcast for as little as $4 a month, you can find links on storystorypodcast.com and hear me read your name and thank your beautiful face for the world to hear. If it isn't in the cars to support the podcast right now, no worries. Perhaps you'd be willing to go write a review on iTunes, which helps other story lovers find and enjoy the podcast. Head over to the website and join the mailing list for hidden goodies. And if you tune in, you will hear more stories next week. But until then... Live happily ever after. And Mary Kate opened up the door, and there on the doorstep, wrapped in his own blanket, was her baby. And to this day, Anansi spins webs so that he can catch the flea, the fly, and the moth that got away. If you go down to the lake on a clear day, when the water lies as calm as a sheet of glass, you can still see the rooftops of the castle glittering in the sunlight. And if you listen really closely, you can even hear the festive music from the royal court.